do you think you're only valuable as a streamer as long as you're working harder than anybody else? Hmm. Yep. I bet you feel attacked for that one, don't you? I know I sure do. <laughs> well, today I'm going to be talking to my friend Casey Screamsback. Casey works with a really amazing organization called Heart Support, which is a mental health organization that provides free resources to people who are struggling with uh, self-harm, depression, anxiety, among, you know, all of the other things that we all struggle with. And this is a really just calming, happy, kind, supportive conversation that I had with Casey. So if you're feeling just really overwhelmed and alone right now, this is a conversation that you want to listen to and you also really want to utilize the resources that Heart Support has for you and the ones that Casey's going to talk about in this episode. So get ready. You'll get links to all of that stuff during the actual show. Let's do it. All right, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking with my friend Casey Screamsback, just an absolutely incredible person. He works on the content creation side for an organization called Heart Support, um, which supports people that struggle with mental health. And this is just such a supportive conversation. I'm really excited to have Casey on with us today. This was the, it's funny, this was the first live interview for the podcast that we have had in all of 2021. I actually haven't done a live interview since one that we did with Casey back in 2020. So having him back on as the second in a row live podcast interview that we've done is just, it's, I don't know, it's a little funny. It's not really funny. It's just, I don't know, serendipitous or so. No, it's not even that. I don't know what it is. An interesting fact. That's really it. <laughs> so Casey's really great. Uh, before we jump into that conversation, just wanted to let y'all know that applications for Stream Coach Academy are open. So if you are interested in joining my six-week streaming boot camp where myself, my coaches, and the rest of our community help you figure out your content, things like audience development, branding, community strategies, business, and you want to look at your stream as a business, this is hands down the best resource for you to get one-on-one -on -one attention from a large group of people that are actually going to be able to directly help you and make sure that you're on the right path so you're not just wasting a ton of your time and energy doing things that might not work to actually get you to the place that you want to be with your channel. So you can apply for Stream Coach Academy by going to streamcoachacademy.com. There is a link for the application on that website. You can also learn more about the program and hear from some previous students who have gone through the program as well. Uh, it's really great. I'm really excited to have another round of students. This is going to be, I believe, our seventh round, and every single one just gets better and better. I'm so, so, so excited to do this and to work with some of y'all out there. So that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our conversation with Casey Screams Back. Thanks so much for joining me today on Stream Coach. How are you doing? Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I am. I'm good. I'm. I'm so glad to be here with you. I always love um, working with you, doing stuff, and so it's just nice to be here with your lovely, uh, lovely people and hanging out, talking about stuff that. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I care about it a lot, and um, I think it's really important. So, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on. We were saying before we started this recording that you uh, were actually my last live 
podcast interview in like 2020 and we're live on twitch now because you know mama is streaming again so it's really cool to mama be streaming ah uh, so good she, she's well you know, that's an I'm honor i'm the kids. not only a guest i'm a double guest yeah uh, double guest as a little baby <laughs> packetum streamer um <laughs> packetum assumes that i've grown up a lot which I have. <laughs> uh I never thought I would be a guest on Ashney's stream and oh, or please. <laughs> a double guest, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can retire now. Double it's the good. double the fun. Double I the yeah. I don't know. There's the, there's probably a joke there related to gum. <laughs> yeah, I think double the tums maybe. <laughs> double the tums. <laughs> now that we could go for. Let's. Do I'm getting a little old, you know. <laughs> I have to regulate my my uh, stomach acid. Tums are really important. Honestly, me too. That's <laughs> not something I want to get onto, but definitely <laughs> feeling that as well. <laughs> okay. That being I'm said, this is a. Now. A perfect segue, uh, yeah. which means that it's not well, a perfect segue at all. <laughs> Dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're going to be talking about uh, mental health, creativity, kind of staying sane within this space. Um, the first thing I would love you to do, though, is just kind of introduce yourself, talk a little bit about heart support and what y'all do. Sure. So... Um... Yeah, I, I've been working for Heart Support for, uh, gosh, probably like six years now, something like that. And um, we've been streaming for, I think, about four or five years. I think, I think about four years. And um, we have a stream on Twitch uh, that we, we talk about mental health. And pretty much our, our point is we want to make a safe space for people to be honest and to come and share about their lives and to have somebody to listen if they feel like nobody can listen to them if they don't feel like they they have a um, supportive family or supportive friends we want to be that support for them um, our nonprofit was started by uh, Jake Lures he's the singer for August Burns Red uh, if you guys know that band and he made the nonprofit after people would come up to him after shows and they would just tell him their problems and stuff and he's like dude I'm in this town for like four hours like i can't really do anything else to help you other than just say i'm sorry um and so he made heart support to be a a lasting support for people that they can go back to you know and, and kind of build a family there so twitch is just kind of the natural extension that happened uh from that and we've seen a lot of really cool things happen um in the streaming space and on youtube when it comes to just supporting people and being there we stream a variety of content um, we actually have a variety of people that stream on our channel. So um, there are artists, there are gamers, there are um, singers, there are people who just chat and discuss. We take topics from our forum and discuss them. Um, my segment is based on self-care. So I do stuff that I enjoy because that's a big part of self-care. And we talk about self-care. So I've been working on pixel art. Um, I've done stuff like... Uh, spray graffiti art i've cooked i play crash bandicoot um i went outside and built a smoker once like it's just a, a really big variety of things but it's all just to hopefully inspire people to take care better care of themselves and to do things that they enjoy because that matters a whole lot it's really important 
So yeah, there's a little little bit about it. Yeah, we love it so much. Y'all have been so helpful to the streaming industry. You've also got like books and all sorts of stuff, right? Do you want to tell us uh, a little bit more about those resources? Yeah, we have a couple books on, um, we have one on depression, we have one on self-harm. And so those are uh, just workbooks where people have found, I think, uh, a lot of help in just, you know, being able to get a book on Amazon and, you know, maybe they're ashamed of what's going on and they just want some resources, want some help and some perspective on it. And um, none of us are professionals. Honestly, uh, we do have a couple mental health professionals on our board that review the things that we do. But um, a lot of the content and everything is just created by people who have talked to a lot of people about this stuff. Um, so those are a couple of resources uh, for if you're going through those kind of things. Uh, you can find those at heartsupport.com slash resources. We also have a book called You Are Not Your Stream. And that's the book that I wrote on mental health and streaming. Because the more streamers we talk to, the more we realize is, man, we're, we're all a, a hot mess, man. Um, you know, you can only be so sane by talking to yourself um for <laughs> yeah. hours on end uh on the internet with your internet friends you know what i mean like yeah that's just that's just uh by nature a little bit a little bit strange and it, it uh lends itself to um things like isolation and um putting your identity into things that you shouldn't and performance-based love and all Oof. of those things that we'll probably touch on today because um yeah that's just that's just how streaming is so that's why i wrote that book um we just came out with an audiobook actually um a couple weeks ago so that's available on our website and on audible and stuff too yay yeah those are really really awesome resources i've looked at literally every single one of those and i love every single one of them so <laughs> my check or seal of approval i don't uh -huh. know are are it's like a seal noise. That was dumb. Oh, anyway, so we're like instead of stamping it, it's just like you take your seal. Just... <laughs> you use the seal as the stamp. Oh, just man. like, <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Get a really big document or a very small seal. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you touched on a real a lot of really awesome stuff in that, um, and. There are some, you know, really great questions that I want to ask you, but one thing that I didn't have on this list that you kind of brought up is you touched on that uh, you and heart support aren't professionals, but you still mm -hmm. talk about mental health. Um, yeah. Something that blew up in the streaming industry, I want to say like a year and a half ago, was this idea of streamers are not your therapist, so mm -hmm. don't come to us for like mental health, you know, advice or support or anything like that and there's obvious right. reasons for that where we don't want to encourage people to like uh go towards people who are not professionals who can actually you know uh could potentially yeah. do harm instead of do genuine treatment for what they're going through um but what i'm curious is kind of like what is your stance on this idea of like streamers aren't therapists um, and how do you balance talking about mental health in a way that is uh, supportive and uplifting, but also doesn't cross that line uh, into, you know, a, a territory that could be really questionable? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a fine line to walk, you know. A um, mm -hmm. couple things are, 
when you are a streamer, you are talking to people and you're not going to be able to talk with people for very long before you start to hear about people's lives, you know? And if people are being honest, um, their life isn't always, you know, fun and rainbows and small talk. Like it, it's just not. And so at some point you're going to run into somebody as a streamer, um, who wants to tell you all about their life, wants to tell you about their home life or their love life or their, their problems or their mental health issues, like all of that stuff. And so it kind of comes with the territory, honestly. Like if you are a streamer and you have any kind of audience, there are going to be people who come to your stream and do that. Um, it depends on what your mission for your stream is, which I know you talk about this a lot. Like, what do you want out of your stream? Why are you streaming? Are you streaming to hang out with people and to, you know, like hard support is like to give them a safe place and to encourage people. Um, is that the first thing or is like your content the first thing? Um, which is it? Because you're going to have that decision is going to affect how you handle those kind of situations, right? If you're just, you know, playing a game and you want it to have, you want it to be super fun and exciting and you don't want to talk about real problems and everything like that is a, that is a, um, community that you can build a, a, um, what am I thinking of atmosphere that you can build for your community, you know, but for the most part, like you're, you're going to run into that. And I feel like there's this big fear that, uh, if you say anything about mental health, that you are going to be, destructive if you're not a professional. And that's not true. That's just not true. Um, you don't need to have a piece of paper in order to care about somebody. You just don't. Um, now that's different than giving somebody specific medical advice or professional advice. And, um, that's why we disclaimer, like everything we do all the time, several times a stream, we say, listen, I am coming like if this is considered advice, which we usually don't try to give advice, but we try and give perspective, I guess, or, or relate, you know, listen, mostly if any of this sounds like advice, um, it's not, it's not professional advice. We don't have any kind of degrees or anything like that. Um, please go and talk to a professional about this stuff. Here are some ideas or thoughts that we have some, um, shared experiences that the community might have and maybe things that have helped us, but like it's okay to open up about that kind of stuff in our chat, but don't expect what we're saying to be professional advice. And then we have resources to send people to. And that's really what Heart Support wants to do is be a resource for other streamers who maybe don't know how to handle the mental health discussions, right? We like having mental health discussions. It's not, it's not professional advice, but it is um it is an open place where you can be honest and we aren't going to be freaked out if you say, well, I self-harm or I have an eating disorder or, you know, whatever, or I'm addicted to such and such. That's just okay to say in our chat. And so what we found in it on Twitch is that um, we want to be a resource for other streamers who maybe don't know how to handle that. Um, they can send send people to our Discord, send people to our stream. Our hope is to have our stream live more and more throughout the week. So where to where like more often than not, we're live on our channel and the person who's live is okay with discussing those kind of things. You know, and again, 
it's we're not your therapist um, and I don't believe a streamer should be, but there's going to be some kind of discussion of real stuff at some point if you are um, connecting with people in any way. It just comes with the territory. Yes, that's such a good point. And that, of course, like, you know, I, I feel like everything kind of needs an asterisk these days. But I yeah. think there's a big asterisk in that, which is that if it is a conversation or, or type of conversation, my dog is snoring, <laughs> that <laughs> feels uncomfortable for you, you don't have to have that. But understanding that it's okay to connect with people and that just because you say something about your mental health or somebody else in your chat is saying something about their mental health doesn't mean that you have to automatically, um, you know, put a, a stop to that conversation. Sure. I think that's really important information to have because some people take this as you can't talk about mental health ever at all, which is not the the right solution either. It's know your role as a streamer. You have the ability to uh, help people connect with each other. And that's an incredibly important thing that people who are struggling with their mental health need. They often feel very isolated and alone. Mm -hmm. And you can connect them to other people who maybe also at one point felt alone, who could help them feel less alone, but also yeah. know the, the boundary, which is that you can't give professional advice. So have resources to, to give that to give those people to, uh, or to give to those people. English is hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, if, and if you're not comfortable having those conversations, you don't have to have those conversations either. But 100%. It's a boundary that you can set. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you you decide what your community, what what's okay, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, you also, in that little intro, you talked about this idea of performance-based love. Um, and that I feel like is going to resonate with streamers of all sizes just dramatically because we have this idea, a lot of us, that our lovability is based on, or even our, our success as a streamer, right, is based on this hustle that we put towards putting out tons of videos, putting out tons of uh, content, getting all the likes and the clicks and the dopamine that is so addictive to most of us. Yeah. Um, can you go into performance-based love a little bit, what that looks like and how we can, um, how we can, you know, stand strong? Yeah. I think it's one of the most tragic things about creativity, um, and about, I mean, about entrepreneurship and, and the internet and, and anything, it, because there's this thought that the more things that I produce or the, or even maybe in a wider sense, like the more useful the content that i make is um or even the work that i do in maybe a non-content based job let's say um the better work that i do the more valuable i am to a team right and that is true um generally you know if, if somebody's a good worker like a good employee let's say that would make sense that uh you would want them on your team right but I feel like we take that and we kind of like use that as the basis for everything beyond, beyond just our, the practical side of work, right? The productivity side, because yes, it's important that you do stuff well. Yes. It's important that you do what you say you're going to do and that you try really hard and you learn and you develop and all of that stuff. But we take it past that point. Um, 
into, into a realm of, okay, this is my value to the world as a person. This is my importance. Like people are not going to love me or care about me unless I do a good job. And even though that sounds like when you say that, it sounds a little bit hard. Like it sounds probably harsher than you think about it. Um, I feel like more often than not, there's a little bit of that, especially with the streamer, because think about it. Like your, your, um, the internet is a messed up place. Like the more, uh, people that you have, um, who have clicked a button on a page that you are affiliated with, the more, um, fame you have and the more respected you are generally and the better you feel. And it just goes on and on and on um, to the point where like it starts to make this connection. And this is, this is what's so difficult is like one thing that I like to say is when something is unhealthy, it means that it's out of place in your life. Right. So it doesn't have the proper place uh, that it should. Um, For instance, like when we talk about food, right? Food makes sense. Like you would, uh, you eat food to survive and you eat food because it tastes good. You enjoy it with friends. Like that's healthy. Right. Um, but also we can take food beyond that and go into, Oh, well, food is a tool to, um, help me perform better or worse or to reward or punish myself for how I performed, um, tool is, uh, food is something that's not a right. It is something that I earn if I'm good enough. And that's where like, we see a lot of things like eating disorders come from and food is not used in the way that it should be used in the healthy way. It's out of place. Right. And so the same thing happens with performance. Like if you are putting out 10 YouTube videos a week and you feel like you're crushing it and it's awesome. And people are um, just commenting on your videos all the time. And they just think you're the coolest person ever. And you have like, you know, 300 Patreon patrons and all this stuff. And you're just crushing it. Like you can feel like you're awesome. Right. And that's cool. But what if that goes away? Are you still awesome? Like, do you still have value? Are you still important to the world? Like what would happen if, if whatever you spend a bunch of time and energy on isn't there? Like, do you still have worth? Do you still have value? Because I believe the answer is yes. I believe it is because I think people matter no matter what, like a person matters, period, no matter what they do. But when it comes to performance-based love, when you're wrapped up in this, and you feel like you can't, what you do equals how important you are, then that has a really bad repercussion because if you don't do well, then you are not as valuable. If you didn't accomplish your goal, then you suck. If you don't have as many followers as you did, well, you must just be going down. You're like, if your subscribers are going down, then your self-worth is going down. And that is not healthy because it, the reason it's not healthy is because it's not true. Healthy things are true. And if you're acting like your complete, uh, your, your value is going down because your audience is going down, then you're acting like something is true that isn't true. 
And so you got me on a rant here. Like that's, that's <laughs> yeah, what I love it. so much about this. It, like, that's why I wrote the book. I mean, that's why we do heart support is because it's so frustrating to see those lies just given, given the run, the run of the ranch, you know, like letting them just live in your house rent free all the time because, and, and, and just destroy your life. And the thing is, it happens with me too. And I see it in my own mind and, you know, and jealousy and all of that stuff comes from just feeling like, man, I didn't perform as well today. I must suck. Like if I were to do better, if I were to be better, then people would love me more. And you can always say you can do better. And so you're always in this spot where you feel like you wish people loved you more, which totally sucks, you know? And so it's, it doesn't motivate anything. It's destructive and that's it. You know, there are things that motivate you, but like that flavor of it is just destructive and it, yeah, it's miserable. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely harmful to feel like no matter what you do, you are never going to be as loved as you wish that you could be. Yeah. That's so that's a lot of pressure to put on a person. Like maybe if I'm yeah. absolutely perfect, then I'll be lovable. Yeah. And guess what? You're not perfect, man. It, gosh, it just blew my mind <laughs> yesterday. I was, uh, I might cry. I'm not going to cry. Okay. I'm okay. My, uh, my son and I were working on a, um, we were fixing a door, a doorknob and, uh, I was like trying to, trying to, um, if you ever fixed a doorknob, basically you have to take it apart, like two halves and then the halves go together and then you have to screw mm -hmm. the halves together and it has to be just right or else it like gets wonky, right? Yeah. You have to do it just right. And so I'm like, you know, on like attempt three of trying to get this thing right. And I'm like, finally screwed it down. And I was like, and he's watching me and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Like, it's not perfect. It kind of sucks, you know, cause it just doesn't work very well. And he's like, dad, this kid's six years old. He goes, dad, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm like, oh my God, right. I'm leaving. I'm leaving it. You know? Yeah. Like, That's so cool that you know that like six years old. You know what? We actually have a similar story with uh, my partner. You know him, but Dylan's daughter, mm -hmm. um, the first time I met her, which was just in January, I think we went to this cabin and we were coming back from running some errands or doing some shopping or something. He for the, forgot the keys to the cabin in the car. And he was like, oh, crap, Like I got to go back and get the keys. And she just goes, it's OK. And it was just like the cute because <laughs> okay. he usually oh, gets so, so awesome. stressed out about that stuff, you know, like he's, yeah. he can jump to feeling really overwhelmed really quickly. And she's just so her immediate response to things is it's OK something falls on the floor it's okay yeah like she doesn't do a good job on something it's okay it's just because it's it is yeah yeah but like for some reason as adults we have this like stuff coded into us where we're like no it's oh, not okay <laughs> it's like no dude it's really not that big a deal you you dropped the cookie <laughs> yeah <laughs> worst case you have to make more cookies <laughs> oh dang it Dang, I have more cookies now. Yeah, you're right. This sucks. Oh, wait. <laughs> what a horrible life. <laughs> Too many cookies. Yeah. Um, okay, so I 
I think, yeah, I think that's like really important is this idea that we kind of get a little harder on ourselves as we get older. Um, but another thing is that being a streamer also requires a lot of creativity. So we have this, you know, in these content creation careers, we're making YouTube videos, going live, making posts on social media, and it requires that we have a level of uh, value that we can throw out into the world. Otherwise, we're just kind of, you know, creating noise and not really uh, doing right by our audiences and all of that. Um, and it's also really easy to fall into a creative rut and not be able to make those new things uh, or or kind of keep up with the zeitgeist and how things are developing in the industry. Um mm-hmm. And it's really important that we're able to get out of those ruts quickly so we can keep creating. If that's, you know, our job or our passion or uh, maybe we want to, you know, do something bigger in this space. How do you usually, and you and the heart support team, how do you all usually uh, get yourselves out of either creative ruts or um, how do you just like keep that creative energy flowing? Yeah, man. Well, I wish I had a perfect answer for this. I'm like, oh, yeah, just these three <laughs> Don't things. Don't we all? Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you what's helped me before. Um, a lot of the time, I feel like it's it's just doing something else. Um, it's rest. Rest is the key to a lot of stuff I've found, um, especially when it comes to creative stuff, because you can't really create well unless you're rested. You might be able to kid yourself in thinking you can, but I, I have not found that to be true in my life. Um, I'm much better at creativity when I'm rested, when I'm not worrying about 500 things. Um, and so when you talk about rest, I mean, it's anything that's restful for you. It it might be literally going to sleep. It might be um, having coffee with a friend if that recharges you. You know what I mean? But um, a lot of the time, we feel like when we uh, when we're in a rut, we just need to push through. You know, just keep working on it, and it'll come. And I think there is a uh, maybe get back on that in a second. But but really, resting can be more helpful sometimes. Um, taking some time and just doing something totally different for a while. Um, you know, I listen to I, I I know you do too. Like listen to a lot of like productivity podcasts and like um, entrepreneur podcasts and everything. And one thing I've heard quite a few times is like, man, my business turned around after I took a seven day trip to this cabin and I didn't have any computers or anything. And I came up with some of my best ideas that are like, you know, shaping our business now. And like, and that's the thing with, with streaming too. I mean, um, I started, I, I switched my, niche uh a while ago um i was i was a music streamer and then also at the same time my my life kind of exploded because i had a um my my wife had a baby two months early and it was like really scary for a while and i had to take time off of streaming and everything and i'm so thankful for that season because i realized i'm like you know i like making music but i don't really like streaming music i would rather stream something else and kind of started thinking about that. And like, I took like three or four months off and um, really realized some really good things. Um, 
And it got me out of that rut because that's kind of what I felt like I was in um, is like, I would cancel streams all the time. I would make excuses. I just didn't like it. You know, I was like super anxious and all that stuff. Like, man, after I took some time to rest, it was really, really, really a lot better. Um, and then there's also the thought of like, okay, if you're going to push through, uh, I don't feel like you necessarily need to feel like you are really excited to do something in order to do a good job. I think that's a lie that we tell ourselves like, oh, well, I need to be in the mood to create. And it's like, it's cool, but you can't really rely on that. Like yes. you need to be able, you, you need to have some kind of, um, schedule or some way of being accountable to working on things on a normal basis, whether you feel like it or not. And I think part of having a good schedule and good accountability is building in good rest. Yeah, yeah. that's so important. Uh, I remember whenever I heard this, this idea that I'm going to share in just a second, it totally broke my brain in terms of the way I think about productivity. And it's this idea that rest is productive. Yep. Because forcing yourself to take time off and step away helps you view things in a refreshed way. You're able to come back with more energy, like so many reasons, right? We all know that rest helps us in a lot of different ways. So the idea that just sleeping or taking a day off is so important because it it leads to greater productivity is awesome. Now I have a reason to like play Overwatch for 18 hours a day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, there needs to be good boundaries and stuff around it. But like, no, it's 18 hour days. (laughs) That might be your boundary. It's okay. Take a day and play it. I don't care. But like, yeah, that that's the thing is, is rest is productive. It's part of being productive, you know? And so if you avoid rest, that's just as unproductive as avoiding work is avoiding working on something, you know? Yeah. You have to do both. Yeah, 100%. You know, something that I think distracts a lot of streamers too from being able to be as productive as they wish that they could is other people's opinions, right? So like we have our own inner critic who's like, hey, you're bad. The stuff that you make is bad. Um, You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be in the space. We also have other people's opinions that can get in our our way, right? So we have internal judgment, external judgment. Um, How do we keep creating whenever we just feel like we're constantly, I feel like I'm asking this question for myself right now a little bit. How do we keep creating whenever we feel like we're constantly being judged by others or ourselves? Man, well, again, I wish I had perfect answer on that like i, I feel you, like this, that's why i, I brought so you on casey what the heck cause it's like because it's like you know the answer please tell us the answer i'm like i don't freaking know you know <laughs> what i mean but like yeah. it, one what i go when i'm in a situation where i don't feel like i know the answer to something i think about again like what's true yeah you know even i don't know the specific way to like do that right to just keep creating through all of the hate Here's what I like. What I know is true is this, like if you're truly trying to do a good job and you really do have your best interest in, or the other people's best interest in mind, if you're doing something to help people, um, that is, that is important and it's okay 
to do that and do that imperfectly. You know, and there are going to be people who don't understand no matter what you do. Um, yeah, there, there's a there's a line in, in my book uh, and it, it says uh, you are a cake because some people don't like cake, which blows my mind. I don't understand why people don't like cake. How can you not like cake? It's cake. Cake sounds so good right now. And it's it like sounds so good, <laughs> noon. Right? Let's eat cake right now. <laughs> yes, cake party. But some people don't like cake. Um, and that doesn't make sense. And some people are not going to like you or not like what you do for whatever reason. Even if it doesn't make, yeah, Ham Samurai. He's the guy that doesn't like cake. He, I don't understand it. Um, wow. He's good Someone ban good, him, please. He's a good person <laughs> other than that. Um, <laughs> so like you, oh gosh, I lost my, <laughs> lost my train of thought. I was talking about <laughs> Thinking cake. about cake. <laughs> yeah. Other, other people are not necessarily going to like you, even if you're doing a really good job. And a lot of the time, the reason somebody doesn't like you or is critical of you is not because of what you're doing. It's not because of who you are. It's because of who they are. It's because of the things that they're struggling with. Cause, cause humans are really complicated people, like complicated creatures, right? It's not like everyone out there, this is how we act is like everyone out there has everything all together and they've, they've thought about what they're going to say. They spent the morning meditating on their words, right? And they get onto Twitter and they're like, all right, now time to unload some truth on this person. And it's just like, dear sir or madam, you're a f***ing idiot. <laughs> and like, they've thought Accurate. about it. And it's like, yeah, what I'm going to do now is help that person and help them see that they're an idiot. Like, and this is going to be beneficial because I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. That's the way we think people who are critical of us are coming at us with. When really what's actually happening is that person who was critical of you, who called you an idiot on Twitter or whatever, you know, they, uh, their, their car tire was flat this morning and they went to work and they're in huge trouble with their boss and they came back and they thought they had food in the fridge, but they don't. And now they're like, they just got a weird text from their significant other. And they're like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what is this? And gosh, I'll just escape and look at Twitter. And what's that person about dislike? that's what happened <laughs> yes. you know yeah and we give them the benefit of the doubt which is i think goes which i think is in that specific context i feel like is unhealthy because uh it's like man they're right i suck and i should quit because obviously they're right and i'm wrong you know yeah because they obviously know way about way more about me than i do yeah Okay, dog. When really it's just like, no, they've had 10 monsters today. 10. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm a little curious how you feel about this. But, you know, since the pandemic and everything becoming so politically charged, I almost feel like we have gotten to a place on social media where it's just so much more toxic than maybe it would be otherwise or do you feel yeah. like social media is just it's just going to be this like beast forever <laughs> is uh, there any saving <laughs> twitter it's a real question gosh you know it's i think it's the combination of of just the human condition of just people people 
being a mix of fears and imperfections and self-doubt and all of that stuff, each screen name on social media is one of those people, right? You get them all together in an environment where um, numbers make you important, attention makes you important, and there's not a whole lot of repercussions if you're an a-hole to everyone. Yeah. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? You know? That's a really good point. (laughs) And then mix that with, oh, yeah, I don't really need to do social skills because I can't see anybody for the next like 10 months because of pandemic status, right? And it's just like, yeah, this is, I can just be whoever I want online and I'm going to do whatever feels good because I'm worried and scared just like everybody else is for the pandemic stuff. And, you know, I think honestly, I'm going to be very careful how I say this. Let me see. (laughs) I think honestly, that is something that has contributed to a lot of the cancel culture and stuff that has been even more rampant over the last year is because like, man, you got nothing else going on. The only way that you interact with people is through the internet. The like your whole life is there, you know, and you're in this environment where it's performance-based love um, and imperfection and um, jealousy all wrapped up in, in one without uh, much accountability. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to just fall into what everybody else is doing in order to be accepted, to feel good. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope that it gets better after people can go outside and, you know, hang out at a coffee shop and realize that like, yeah, you can't say something like that to somebody's face or they will punch your face. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. how it works. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I hope, I definitely hope it gets better too, but yeah. you know, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it is the, the human condition. It's hard to say. I, you know, there's uh there are some very valid concerns that people have and you know we don't want to like invalidate those of course especially in we were talking about this earlier cases of like harvey weinstein running like trafficking rings and people who are genuinely horrible people but I don't know, this idea that someone either has a bad day, says something stupid, and then is branded as this one specific thing, which might be totally opposite of who they actually are, um, and that everyone who is around them is expected to shun them and not associate with them anymore. Just, I don't know, it just doesn't sit right in my heart. You know, yeah. even though I know if I called people out and I, I did the same thing, it would grow my status. It just doesn't feel right to do that to another human being Exactly. Um, when I don't have context. I think we forget sometimes with social media that like we can't see someone's tone of voice. We can't see the context that they're sharing this information inside of. We don't totally. we don't get all the asterisks. Like we can in a conversation like this, you know, we don't get the full context of what they are actually saying. So I think we forgot that somewhere and maybe it is because there's just, there's a lot of stress on everybody right now. 
It's yeah. tough to stay sane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sanity does not exist. You know, we were talking about healthy creativity and staying sane. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all in a tough spot. And I think, you know, being as empathetic to that as we can is really important. But sometimes it is going to get hard for each of us. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you so much, Casey. You're such a a great, like, empathetic, level-headed person in a time where we need more of that. (laughs) Try try (laughs) to be. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Where can everyone find you and Heart Support? Um, I stream on Heart Support. So so twitch.tv slash heart support. I'm on Twitter. I don't check it very often for all the reasons we just talked about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's pretty much uh, the best place to find me. I'm on Discord. So um, I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to encourage whoever whoever we can stop by the stream and um, yeah, tell us about yourself absolutely incredible conversation with Casey he's always I mean just an a constant source of love and support and inspiration for you know myself many other people and I hope y'all he's just unconditional love that's really what Casey and heart support are all about so Casey thank you so much for coming on the show I really appreciate you spending your time with us you are just an absolutely fantastic friend in person and uh, thanks for checking up on me all the time on discord (laughs) it does not go unnoticed uh, and I hope that you know that and you feel how much I care for you as a friend too all right that being said don't forget to follow heart support it's at heart support everywhere Uh, You can find Casey Screams Back everywhere as well. And of course, don't forget to sign up for Stream Coach Academy. You can find the application for that at streamcoachacademy.com, as well as more information about that six-week coaching bootcamp for streamers. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show with me again this week. I'm feeling a little tired today, but you know what? We're getting through it, right? We're getting through it. It feels like it's been a long week. Like, this week has just been a straight-up month or something. Okay, I will see you all next week. Bye!